I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. I'm my name is Borat. I like you. I like sex. It's nice. And the news. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. All right, folks, welcome back. Zach and the Nose Podcast, volume number 24. And we are now, every time we do the volume number, going to give out an athlete. Last week, obviously, we started off with the GOAT, Michael Jordan. That was volume 23. This week, another GOAT. Volume 24, the Ricky Henderson edition of the Zach and the Nose podcast. And it wouldn't be a podcast unless I had the nose with me. So I introduce and welcome to the world my buddy, the nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter. Nose, how are you today? Speaking of noses, how much cocaine went up Ricky Henderson's nose? A lot, I would assume a lot. Man, you go look at those nostrils and you're just like... Man, he was stealing bases and he was stealing cocaine. Yeah, he was doing something. There. Oh yeah. my you don't lord! Get, you don't get flaming nostrils like that unless something has happened in your life with that. Or that's my wife's go-to when I know she's either li- like joking or lying. The nostrils flare up. Oh yeah, it's a go. Like she can never play poker. She'll have three kings or a full house. Nostrils are flaring. I'm out. I do not push in any more chips at that point. All right, so we have a bunch of topics to go to today, but I have to uh, kind of describe as we're sitting in the studio today. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I'm wearing today because that's kind of boring, um, but Nose walked in today, uh, and I know he's a huge Mets fan. This is a New York guy. This is not Boston Celtics Nose today. This is New York Met Nose today. Um, and he's wearing a Boston Red Sox authentic Bill Buckner jersey over a Mets character shirt. Like, it's just so it's just so random what he's wearing today. And I didn't want to ask uh, why yet uh, until we got here on the air. So now I'm going to ask, what the hell are you doing with this outfit today? And do you need more than four minutes to, to do this? Or should I, sit, should I sit back at this point and just let you go off? I got a lot to say. Let's do it. So you could just lean back. I'm in. Lean back. Listen, um, I am a huge Mets fan. I grew up, and I know exactly, you know, one of those moments where I was – on my bed, excuse my parents' bed, jumping up and down. It was very late at night with my mom and my dad watching the 1986 Game 6 World Series where, yes, I was there and celebrated when Bill Buckner made the error that obviously affected him and Boston for and the Mets for history. Yes. It was the uh, obviously the play. The Buckner the, play. Who doesn't know about the Buckner play? Right. And so, you know, I... I'm not ashamed to say that I took great joy of uh, Bill Buckner's error and the Mets finally, you know, winning in 1986. Well, at that point, I didn't realize that I wouldn't get another title until, well, we're still looking for it. And it's still ugly as as sin. So ugly. But, uh, you know, I actually ended up just loving Bill Buckner, obviously, for many reasons. And I, in 2002, I started my major fantasy baseball league. And what was the name of the league? It's called the Bill Buckner Fantasy League. Wow. And the winner of the Bill Buckner Fantasy League 
wins the Mookie Wilson Trophy. Wow. So, wow. you know, in fantasy leagues, everyone get. gets a, you know, you, yeah. you pass it around, and, you know, the Mookie Wilson is... So just to give you an idea, that's that's the history that I have, um, and it was actually very. It's actually a very sad week because Bill Buckner has passed away, in the worst of ways, dementia, awful at sixty nine yeah, awful, years old, awful. Um, so you know, there's a lot of things that you could look back in his life, and and, and people are, you know, where I'm going to go with this is the reaction on social media and Twitter about his death. Um, obviously, very sad, and a lot of people are very upset that when ESPN you know, put on the bottom line, you know, it was all about the error the Buckner play versus yes. the fact that only five players in, in, in the, you know, basically in the night, in the, in his era, like 86 to 92 or something like that in that era, they only five players hit 300 plus, And he was one of those. And he had a long, amazing career and he didn't get the accolades that it was all about the error. There was just a lot going on in social media. Um, and then Really where I'm going with this is there, there was this doucher, Darren Ravel, who I know most of you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, know was the, was the ESPN business analyst. Right. For a long and time, now yeah. he's working for some gambling site. Action Network or something like that. Action, yeah, I don't know. That might be it. I don't I, know. I want to I talk about this fucking guy for a little okay, while. And yeah, I don't you drop, look pissed, so I'm just going to let I, you ride. I don't drop a lot of F-bombs, and I don't get pissed very often, and I don't get upset with social media. Listen, Twitter is an amazing place. You could show who you are. You could... You could be as active or not active as you want. It's also a terrible place. It also is a terrible place. And it's just an amazing thing, though, watching this guy, Darren Ravel, and just, (laughs) I'm going to come off sounding like a mean girl, okay? I'm just going to. Do it. I am. Get it off your chest. I feel like like Lindsay Lohan right now, and I'm just going to go off. Darren Ravel puts a tweet up, and he puts, this is the tweet. I'm going to read it out loud. Bill Buckner's death comes with unexpected guilt. The guilt of an eight-year-old me. Me, who thanks in part to error, it's Calvin Chiraldi and Bob Stanley too, got his major sports championship. Mets, Jets, Nets, Islanders. Rest in peace, Bill. I'm sorry my joy came with your pain. That's what this fucking narcissistic (laughs) sick fuck says. Okay, let me mm-hmm. now, let, let's rewind on who this guy Darren Ravel is, okay? I am from Long Island. I was a Mets fan. So was he. I was on the south shore of Long Island. He was, came from what's called the hard streets of Roslyn, Long Island. Let, Sounds like a tough Let place. me tell you about Roslyn, Long Island. If you were born there, you were either two types of people. You were either a monster cokehead growing up with one of the kids in high school that you were starting doing cocaine in, in ninth grade, and I'm not going to lie, you were... You were trying to bang every hot girl in Roslyn, these super jappy girls. And you that's the type of guy who's selling, trying to sell weed, quarter pounds, at like in, literally in ninth grade. And those are the type of people who were like p- club promoters and then trying to own clubs. And you know what? I got no problem with those guys. Those guys. I know a couple of those guys. Yeah, they sort guy. of try to live life yeah. early and hard the sure, right way. Sure. But listen, ultimately, if you're, you know banging hot girls and living your life and you get out of that phase and you're not a complete... Well, they're a doucher. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that's one type of Rosling person. Millionaires. Okay? They're all millionaires. They all lived in ridiculous, ridiculous homes. Then there's the other person. Then there's the person who was just a straight nerd from Rosling. Okay? Who couldn't hang out with those people because they wanted nothing to do with them. And they were ashamed. And then they ended up being super geeky nerd guys. And then they go to Northwestern University where... 
Yeah, they go to be with other sort of nerdier type of people because mm-hmm. Northwestern, great school, don't get sure, me wrong. Sure. Just, you know, not the bravely coolest people of all time. I'm sure Darren Ravel meets his first girlfriend, bangs her, and that ends up being the person he gets to be married. But what is amazing is, if you guys have seen the videos of this guy, there is no bigger unathletic geek in the world. And I'm not saying I'm super cool or anything, but then there's just the next level loser. But the guy gets, you know, he's smart, becomes a business writer for ESPN, moves his way up in the rankings, no doubt. Two, you know, fast forward now, two million followers, and all this guy now tweets about is himself. I've never seen anybody love himself more than Darren Ravel. Did you just tweet about Bill Buckner's death and how it made you feel guilty about you? I mean, the reaction from people on this was unbelievable. Brobile coming out being like, everybody crushing this guy. <laughs> Darren Ravel is a perfect example of somebody behind a phone or behind a computer that can type what they want and say what they want, and nobody really realizes of how much of a fucking geek they are. Are you kidding me that you're talking about yourself in this situation? It's about me, about me, about me. Dude, the guy died, okay, and you're just completely making it about yourself. And it's a bigger issue, it's a larger issue at hand about people on social media I mean, God, if you saw the video of that guy running the 40 or if you saw him doing like in the Atlanta Hawks jersey. I've seen all it, that stuff, yeah. There is no larger geek. Like if you looked up geek and nerd in a goddamn encyclopedia, it's that guy. And again, he is what is wrong with sports. And he is just a Long Island, North Shore, Long Island loser who probably went to an all-boys camp. Yeah, I looked it up on it. Uh, I'm sure you did. Uh, you're sure right. Yeah, uh, Dude, you went to an all-boys camp? I mean, that's the time of the life where you're supposed to be meeting girls, not going to an all-boys camp. Anyway, uh, that tweet really, really, really bothered me because it was just somebody who was literally taking a death and making it about themselves because they are so fucking big-headed on social media. It's like he became 40 years old, and finally, after 40 years of just being a loser, he now thinks he's cool because of his social media following. So, overall, Dan Ravel, you're a fucking loser. And that's my rant. Bill Buckner, rest in peace. You were... uh, you know, you were a great ball player. Brought back and, to Boston, though. So that was and nice. I have no guilt of saying that I felt I, I got great joy out of that. I was a kid. I didn't know much better than that, and I didn't care. Well, that has nothing to do with dementia and him dying. So I understand that. Uh, and he did bring a lot of uh, happiness to Met fans and a lot of sorrow to Boston Red Sox fans. But it's just like the same thing I always say about how much I hate the Knicks, and I've made it, you know, whether it's on the radio or here on the podcast, how much I hate Allen Houston and the New York Knicks and how, like, if I see Allen Houston somewhere, I, I say, I basically tell him to go fuck himself. Like, I do it. It doesn't matter where we are and what setting and media or not. And then I look back and I say, that really hurt me, and then I got three championships after that and the Knicks still stink. It's kind of like the Mets thing. The Mets won that time. Boston thought they're never going to win. This was their chance. And then they won a couple World Series before the Mets win again. It's fine. It's okay that back then when Buckner missed that, that Mets fans were happy and the kids' Mets fans were happy. And it should be all about that then. And Boston fans should have been pissed and probably hated him for years. And they did. And they finally brought him back after they won and everything was fine. But you're right. Anyone who took something like that and made it all about themselves is King Douche. My, I'm sorry, my joy came with your pain. Mm. Douche.
And oh, the seventeen hundred and twenty-eight comments as of two days ago are like literally right after. Oh my god! I've never read. I don't read comments a whole lot on social media. Oh my god! He got roasted. I mean, the trolls came out to play, but and they, they should have. Yeah, but going back to your Alan Houston, God forbid, God forbid, Alan Houston, something happened to him and he had passed away. Are you going to get on Twitter and say? You know, something, I'm sorry that I was mean to you and no. crushed you over these years. Like, would you make it about you? I would say that I feel bad for Alan Houston's family that Alan Houston just passed away because of dementia or something like that. And years and years ago, I hated that guy because of what he did to my team. But you know what? It's not about that anymore. It's about, it's about someone and a person. who died right. and died in a terrible way with dementia, like you said. Right. There's really, there's, I mean, there's worse ways to go, obviously, but that's got to be up there in the top oh, couple, I, especially for your family to go through that. Yeah, I probably wouldn't make it about myself outside of making fun of myself for saying the only interaction I ever had with this guy was twice at an airport and once in a radio row when I told him to go bleep himself. And now I feel bad about doing that because now I feel like a big douche because life is a little bit more important than sports. Ravel, this is his thing, man. 38 years of being a loser. Yeah. That's what people, I mean, again, there are people who I've saw the comments, but like, and again, I don't. I know I sound like a B girl, and who am I? Am you know calling somebody a loser? Am I cool? Like whatever. Fuck that. He's a loser. Okay. And finally, you know, after so many years of probably working very hard and hitting the books, he finally got himself a platform. And now, after all these years, he's trying to be cool, and he's trying to and and the just me, me, me. Oh. Really crushes me. I'm glad you got that out because it looked I like did. you had and a little, and, uh, and for Bill Buckner, frustration. after 04, when they won it all, what an amazing job the city of Boston did, did to honor they did. him. I'll give them that and, credit. And, yep. and yes, those the Boston people were awful to him, and they shouldn't have been. But this is what the world is, and this is what sports is. And When you get that close to winning World Series and a, and a blunder like that happens... You just know that, you know, you're in trouble for a while there as a player and you probably are not going to be the most well-liked guy. It's no different than Bartman in, in Chicago. It. Go I, go to any of these circumstances where something like that happened, uh, whether it's like literally on the field or right off the field, on the court, off the court, whatever it is. And yeah, there's going to be some, a little bit of a love-hate kind of relationship there. But there's, you know, if you're going to make a public post because you have 2 million followers, Maybe say something about the family. May say something about he has children. This is not about baseball, and then no, but it then is. certainly about, making about it about your own self. Yeah. Like, oh, did it, it? Very rarely does a tweet rub me the wrong way. It got very, you. It very, got you. It got me. Yeah. It got me bad. I sat there trying to maybe like make a response over and over again. I still didn't do it because it's not something that I do. I really wanted to crush him, but I just think it would be any other. You know. It, it, nothing would come of it besides me feeling better. So I'm doing it. So I'm doing it here and yeah, now. That's okay. I just, oh my God. I'm I'm from Long Island and now even though again, if you don't know there's a North Shore and a South Shore, I'm nowhere near where Roslyn is, but still where I am embarrassed to be uh from the same island that that guy is. North side, south side, that's another uh, podcast all by itself. All right, I'm glad you got that off your chest. I did. Thank no, you. No, for no, I, me I, to. I know you needed to because I saw it, especially the way you came and dressed like that, and I was like, What the hell are you wearing? I'm honoring the guy. I know. I could no, at, you really are. At one you point are. maybe I was sort of being ironic and now I'm honoring him. No, that's it was, how I write. It's a good job. By you there. Uh, all right, let's get into some other stuff going on in the sports world right now. The NBA Finals are finally upon us. Uh, the Golden State Warriors traveling to Toronto 
to start the NBA Finals. Uh, Kevin Durant out for game one. Kawhi Leonard probably still getting treatment because he's just, uh, he's like like Mr. Potato Head uh, the last couple of weeks here in the playoffs. Um, your initial reaction when someone brings up the NBA Finals is what right now? It's crazy that I'm saying this because I know how you feel. And I just right now don't believe that anybody should be betting against Kawhi Leonard. That's where I'm at with this. Um, do I think Golden State will win? Absolutely, because Kawhi is only one player, and even though they have a nice, sure. they have a nice uh, few players around him. Don't get me wrong, but oh my God, he is a star, and he's reminding people what he did in San Antonio back in the day against the Heat. I we know. saw it right up close and personal. And now for two he's years. now he's come to a, a, a city in Toronto, and he's just dominating I, on all levels. He is seeing the game faster than everybody. The, the rebounding on the offensive side. He is just everywhere. He knows where the ball is breaking, and he is super smooth. And the way he does it with zero emotion is just mind-blowing. And I don't think it's great for the sport, per se. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. I don't think anybody really cares so much about the NBA no, Finals right now. You're uh, right, because of that. If this, if this, if he had um, a little bit of swag, if he had a little bit of just screaming up and down the court, if, if he wasn't in a press conference doing that laugh, uh, like that laugh, if he didn't do that kind of stuff... Uh, yeah, maybe it'll be a little different. I'm not saying he has to be a little. Yeah, just no, he's one of the more boring stars there he's is. A, oh my god, incredibly he's a boring. boring superstar in the sports world right now, and he doesn't care if you say that about him or not because he literally goes to work, eats lunch, finishes his work, goes home, goes to sleep, and does the exact same thing the next day. That's him. He's lunch pail guy. He's lunch pail Kawhi, who's about to sign a monster deal and be one of the highest paid guys in the league. He's a top three player in the league right now. How about what he did to the Greek freak? How about what he did to him? The entire playoffs so far have been about, in in the Eastern Conference at least, the Greek freak, Milwaukee, do they have enough to beat the Warriors? He literally shut down the Greek freak to the point where we were talking at the end of that series about Kawhi Leonard and not Giannis. And I I still can't believe that. As you know, like watching the Celtics series and me very much being in awe of Giannis. Of course. I couldn't believe how unstoppable he was in the half-court offense. He's he would scary. Just, he would just get the ball, he would dribble, and no one could stop him. And if you had to stop him, you, you, know, you had to foul him. Not, not Toronto. With Kawhi and then big boy Marcus Gasol, they were owning that cat. They basically said, we're going to stop Giannis and let, and let everybody, everyone else try and to beat us. Didn't, ha- didn't it, work. Didn't work. Eric Bledsoe and, and Chris Middleton and, and one of the Lopez twins, that's just not going to do it. It is really remarkable that this is the basically outside of Gasol, the exact same team that DeMar DeRozan had, and they couldn't beat. And I know LeBron was in the East, so that's obviously they had to beat LeBron to get out of the East every year. Um, but it is amazing when you put an upgraded star in a team, and that team is that much better. Marcus Gasol is a good player, and when he got traded to Toronto, I went, wow, this is now the best team in the East because, A, they had Kawhi before, and now they have a big man who could shoot from the outside and just play that kind of versatile big guy role. And if Kyle Lowry ever wakes up from the playoff funk that he's been on for the last decade this team i mean he just the playoffs start and this guy stinks i know like he stinks i don't know i don't know what other adjective to use besides besides, yeah yeah, yeah. it's game one of the playoffs in round one and kyle lowry comes out there he might as well wear a different jersey because i don't know who it is some nights he plays like kyle lowry oh he puts up 25 he's got 30 points mike lowry mike lowry is missing 
for the playoffs. So if he shows up a little bit, Kawhi plays like he is, and Gasol just plays Gasol, it's probably going to be a fun series to watch. I go back to what I've been saying now for five years, and I've only been wrong once. No team could beat Golden State in a seven-game series. Beat them four times. LeBron did it. LeBron and the Cavs did it one year. That's because Draymond Green kicked LeBron in the newts, and it was over at that point because they lost probably their best player at the time. Draymond was playing out of this world in that series, especially against LeBron. We still have Steph and Clay, so you can't. It's hard to say who the better player is. Steph's an MVP for a couple of years. But the Golden State Warriors are doing this right now, and I still feel like they're the team to beat, and the second best player in the world is not playing for them right now. Kevin Durant is not on this roster as of this second. Who's the best player in the world? It's still hard for me to go against LeBron. A healthy LeBron. Until LeBron's leg falls what, off. Was it his 17th season? Still the best player? He, this was the first time in the last eight years he has, he's not in the finals. I know. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, it's, it, listen. I'm not disagreeing with I you, by the way. I am as petty as they come. The day that this guy signed with Cleveland back to go from the Heat to Cleveland, I almost, couldn't do a radio show that day. I was so upset because for four years, no matter who we played, the good Celtics teams, the Pacer teams, the Bulls teams with, with Noah and Rose before he got hurt or hurt again, I didn't care what the – it could be 3-1 in a series. And I would come in here and do a radio show with Hawk at the time because I was on the afternoon show, and I would literally go, I'm not worried. And Hawk would say, why aren't you worried? We're down 3-1 to the Pacers. I have LeBron. And tonight when he plays, you think he's going to lose this game tonight? No. And then guess what? If he's off a little bit, I get a third best player in the world on my team too in Dwayne Wade. Oh, and by the way, if God forbid both guys stink tonight, I still got a top 20 player in Chris Bosh who's waiting for his turn to play. God, I feel bad for you right now. You're uh, reminiscing about, about this About a team right. years and, and years ago. But that's why I say LeBron, in my mind, mm-hmm. until he is legitimately done, and at certain points this year, he looked like he was just not having it. I care more just about not, Hollywood. But and, care more about wine. Yeah, like my, <laughs> my, my vineyard. Liverpool. Like, yeah. <laughs> there were times where I don't think he was fully into it. Give me LeBron. I mean, we'll get back to the finals talk in a second. Give me LeBron next year with like a Jimmy Butler and an Anthony Davis. Whoa, you just don't throw an Anthony Davis. He's going to be traded. You don't just throw Anthony Davis. You my opinion, Celtics. is a top five NBA yes, player too. But it's hard to go with that number one. That's fine, right? But you give me something like that—a Jimmy Butler, another player in LeBron, and a LeBron who, for the first time, I'm guessing now, in at least eight years, if not more than that, was off in April. Did not play a basketball game in May or June and has the full summer off with no Olympics. He's going to be motivated next year. Well, I just want to, we might as well just jump right into that next conversation. We're looking forward to the NBA finals. No, I am looking forward to the NBA finals. I have the Warriors winning uh, 4 2. Like maybe Toronto wins two games. They don't go to seven. I just don't see anyone beating the Warriors, even if Durant misses games one, two, and three, or maybe the whole series. I'm interested now in uh, this is a big coaching move right here in terms of like how Steve Kerr handles Kawhi because how Toronto handled Giannis was the difference maker in that Correct. series. What are they going to do? Are they going to stick Iggy Pop all over? They have to. Right, all over them? Like, they have to go to Iggy and say, remember the year you won the, the MVP of the finals and you averaged, like, eight points a game and five rebounds, but you played You're locked down. the greatest defense right. of all time on the best player in the universe, LeBron James? Guess what you got to do this series? That's it, right? 
Like, you just cover Kawhi. He's going to get 20, 25 a night. Box in we one. just can't get 40. Yeah. Like, you can't give him the 40-point night. We're going to have literally a, a fart out of somebody's ass on Kyle Lowry, and he'll be covered fine. And Marcus, so like he'll be fine. Like we're just gonna have Clay fart around this guy, and no, and Kyle Lowry is gonna be fine. And uh, and then Gasol, uh, Golden State really doesn't play a big guy, but Draymond Green could probably go out there and cover him There's at certain Siakam. points. They have a good team. Siakam, dude. No, they're, Toronto's yeah. good. Yeah, they're real good. Toronto is good, but Toronto's never played in a game in a, in a series like this. I I read, and Golden State lives for these series. And Stephen Curry's. All time record against like Toronto is something like 15 and two, and he averages like 27 points per game against them. He's salivating at this moment. He's loving yeah. life right now. And he, and I think he loves You have Golden State winning or losing in the finals? Oh, come on. What's it? You have 4 3, 4 2. No, I'm going to go one. ditto on you. I'll 4 go, 2. Yeah. Okay. I'll go yeah, I just two. have Golden State. I, I, I've been saying now for years since they put together this but team. I want to I go back and talk about that Lakers debacle. Again. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Right. Like, I'll, we'll get into that, and this will be kind of our big topic of the show here. Outside of you just going on a full rant on Ravel, which I love. I'm definitely tagging you. Oh, of course you are. 100%. You're taking a picture of this also? hundred <laughs> percent. We're doing, we're doing this right. Um, fucking loser. The Lakers. Uh, what's going on there right now is one of the most comical things of all time. Because they're just one of those franchises. I don't feel, I, it's like, it goes back to my, my hatred for the Knicks. I don't feel bad when the Knicks are bad. My biggest nightmare was them winning the lotto, uh, the lottery this year. And then going from there to to draft Zion Williamson and then getting KD and Kyrie to get there. And then the Knicks are back and they're the best team in the East. It's not happening. I'm I'm happy now. They can have R.J. Barrett or whatever it is. Try to trade for Anthony Davis. Whatever the case is, they're going to strike out. They're going to end up signing Big Joe Johnson and like Amari Stoudemire to come back as their big free agents Good this memory. year. Yeah, I have to go back to that. Uh, um, but the Lakers, they're, they're the team in L.A., even though the Clippers there and made the playoffs. When the Lakers are good, it's the same thing with the Dodgers. When the Dodgers are really good, any other team in that market could be on a championship run, and it's all about the Dodgers. It's worse with the Lakers. When the Lakers are really good, when Showtime is there, when Kobe and Shaq are winning titles, it's the only thing in that humongous city in America. L.A., the Lakers, they're in such shambles right now. Such shambles. It's amazing to see. Magic Johnson leaving, Rob Palinka being caught up in a horrible lie about Heath Ledger and Kobe Bryant. Oh, he's going to be fired within probably hours of this podcast posting. It's just unbelievable what's happening out there. Yet I still think when they take the court next year, it's going to be LeBron and two major stars on that team. Do you think they pull it in? And they're going to be the team to beat in the West next year, even if KD stays in Golden State. Whew, a lot of information there. A lot. I and, know. And I, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I do not disagree with you. It's the power of LeBron. That's it. I mean, you see LeBron right now on Instagram and Twitter. And what is he doing? He's partying with his boys. That's right. He, he has the relationship with all the NBA players. And I just don't think it matters who the GM is there. when he was, If he's motivated for his last stretch... He's going to get two players there. Correct. I love the Jimmy Butler call. I think he's a perfect fit for perfect LeBron. Perfect fit for LeBron. But yeah. that's not going to be enough. He needs one more star. They need to get another guy. I don't see Anthony Davis going to L.A. I cannot Ingram, see. Ball, Kuzma, and the number four pick might do it. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. No, they're no, going to give that, the house. No, the Lakers team, this is going to be when the Heat signed the big three, and they knew when we get the big three together, we'll just fill in the blanks after that. 
Let's bring in UD. Everyone take $2 million less. We'll bring in UD. Now we have the, the, the trade exemption. Let's bring in Mike Miller. And then let's just bring in a bunch of dudes that want to play here for the minimum. If the Lakers somehow, some way, get Jimmy Butler and hypothetically Anthony Davis to that team, and they have no other assets on that team, we're talking no one else. They're in the finals. They're, they're, be, they're being they're in the Western Conference <laughs> Finals, no matter what. At that point, as long as they stay healthy, and then it's going to be a bunch of dudes like the David West of the world. I don't know if he's playing anymore, but like the David West of the world and the guys you see at the end of these benches that are the veterans. P.J. Brown. P.J. Browns <laughs> of the world, the Charlie Wards of the world, whatever it is, are going to go and want to play. The Rajon Rondos of the world, who was just in L.A., and I don't know if he's still on the roster or not, and if they're going to fill it. it. They will come, and they will be good next year. And LeBron, to me, is still the best player in the league, and now he's motivated and with rest. You think he's motivated? I think he's motivated because he just got embarrassed. He went to the Lakers. The the Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Wilt, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, the legacies, the the uh, Jerry West. Kurt Rambis. Kurt Rambis's of the world. <laughs> the uh, Michael Coopers of the world. Well, we could go on The Bob McAdoo's of the world. You name it. He went there, and in year one, they missed the goddamn playoffs. It's simple. Can he recruit? Is he Urban Meyer of the NBA? Because if he doesn't. His- is he the Kirby Smart slash Nick Saban? Okay? If he is... He gets two stars. The The cast around him will automatically come. I agree. Because it's just what you said. It's like Boogie Cousins in Golden State. He just said, okay, I'm going to go get me a ring. Then I'm going to go get myself a max That's contract. Yep. We'll see if he plays in the finals. If he does, it'll be very cute for him to you know, say he got himself a championship. But that's the point. So you're, you're betting on the Lakers, even though an embarrassment, they don't even have no leadership. Rob Palinka. The, the you know that he was a member of the Fab Five Michigan. I just team? saw a picture today on Twitter that said that Rob Palenka probably told Chris Weber to call the timeout. Like I thought that was hysterical. Yes, I had no hysterical. idea he was on the Fab Five team. None, zero, uh, zero. I had a faint memory of that, believe it or not. But anyway, never so I remember the the turmoil. Does it mean absolutely nothing because LeBron goes snaps his fingers and he gets himself two stars? LeBron is Thanos. LeBron is Thanos right now, and he's going to snap his fingers and get two guys there because the Lakers are going to do whatever it takes to get there, uh, to get those guys there. And when I mean whatever whatever it takes, they're going to offer every asset they have on their team, future first-round picks, to trade for a megastar if they can't sign. I don't know if they could sign two max guys right now because of their roster. They have enough for one, and they have enough to trade for another. Right. I'm talking about name the guy in the league. And they're going to try to go after him, even if he's on a team and just signed a five-year deal. I'm not talking about the Greek freak. He's not going. No, anywhere. it's Anthony Davis is who you're talking Anthony about. Anthony Davis is the is the guy. But there, I Kawhi I, Leonard would have been sort of the guy. But I don't know if he's going to leave. I mean, does that that guy go back? Another question he, for itself. He fits that city perfectly. But you know, let's not get into the guessing game of what no, no, no. Kawhi is going to do. By the way, on the Kawhi thing for a second, would you leave if you're going to get a max deal? A realtor just offered you a two to four million dollar penthouse for free, no mortgage, nothing. And there's about thirty restaurants around town now that have a sign up that says Kawhi and Dine, that if he resigns, he eats for life for free. And there's like no taxes there or something like that. The taxes are no problem. You eat for free at like thirty different restaurants. You have a four million dollar penthouse in the biggest and tallest building in Toronto, and you have the penthouse. And you just signed for $190 million. No one knows the answer, but, like, he's a California boy, and so we'll find out. 
What's more important? Do you want to go back home? Because we don't know, and we're not going to even try to pretend no, to know. not for Kawhi. This guy, this no guy. Way. But, man, did you just paint a ridiculous picture. Spencer, and you're I'm- a free agent. The nose is a free agent. You are going to get offers from everybody. The Knicks have already put $170 million in front of you. Boston already said just- we'll trade the house for you. The Clippers, the Lakers, everybody, everybody will- wants you. The team you're on right now in the NBA Finals, which you could bring back this entire team, if not go after another guy. I don't know what their salary cap is like right now. And when the finals are done, win or lose, there's going to be a sheet of paper, and it's going to say four years, $190 million. There's another sheet of paper. These are the 30 restaurants that for life now you and your family will eat for free if you go there because they love you. And here's the... Ownership to a four million dollar penthouse that we don't want a dime from you, but if you re-sign here, it's yours. It's hard to pass that up. Maybe I'm just a greedy son of a bitch. I just reading the human, you know, meter of like trying to read what kind of person he is. It sounds perfect. almost too good to be true. It right? Sounds perfect because he just doesn't is not a limelight guy, and and he wouldn't be and in when Toronto. You're, you're not even in America. No, okay, you're not even in goddamn United States. No. Versus going to, you know, he wouldn't go for the Lakers. He would go to the Clippers. Clippers. That, oh, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. And, and he now you go, go to the Clippers, you got to win because now you're basically in your hometown. And if you go there and dude, you're that, the sixth seed every he year. he goes, he's going to win. He's that good. I know. Uh, he's he's staying in the East. So we'll see. Are yeah. you truly a homebody who needs to be back in California? Because it, to me, it's only two places. It's it, it's the L.A. or it's uh, or Toronto. You know, or Toronto. Yeah. That, and and that's, that's all I have on that. That's it. That's it. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So you have, uh, in conclusion, you have the Lakers because of LeBron. I got the Lakers going. One last hurrah. Jimmy Butler and ex-player. And when I mean ex-player, I mean some sort of superstar uh, in the league, whether it's Anthony Davis, and and you're going to cringe when I say this, whether it's a Ben Simmons, like someone where they just – a monster trade is given at a team. I, is, why don't you just say it, it's Kyrie Irving coming back? With, it's Kyrie play, Irving coming LeBron. back. Did you see LeBron liking him? In a, of, course. of course, he would take him. And at this point, I think Kyrie realizes I'm not a number one. I'm not. He's not a number one. Everybody. I mean, it took him. It took him two years of playing in Boston to realize that. And after the tra- and by the way, go back to that for a second. How about how Cleveland ended up in that trade? They got Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas is now like a 12th man on Denver. I mean, he's not even in the league anymore. He's not right? really in the league. Right. Like, you big, want to talk about Cleveland getting screwed. Big fan of Isaiah Thomas, though. I won't lie. No, I, I have a, a You're very, a Boston yeah, Celtic oh, fan? He, and, and any Celtic fan, I'll tell you. That guy could wear a bleep Boston shirt tomorrow, no, and it wouldn't matter to he you. He gave everything to that, to that team. And he lost his sister, and we all, as fans, and we all just came together. I felt Celtic like, fans have yeah, to love man. him, and fans around the country have to love that, that guy kid's, also for what he that did. That kid's a... a a hell of a score yeah. for his height, man. No, he uh, is. He's really good. Don't know how we got into the Isaiah Thomas. Uh, just because of the bad Cleveland trade that they had with him. And then Kyrie, like you said, I think Kyrie uh, ends up going. If it's not Kyrie, it would be funny if it was Kyrie and Jimmy Butler to, to L.A. I just think no matter what, the the mo- I mean, obvious statement, of course, Anthony Davis to me is the true of course. Uh, swing player uh, on this free agency. He's the guy. Because Someone's going to trade he, him. He's been in New Orleans sort of lost. That player is the most dominating player, dominating player in the NBA in terms of height. I mean, him and Giannis are really oh, neck and neck sick. in terms of total package domination. Um, as a Celtic fan, I've said it to everybody. Nobody right now is off the table. If <laughs> Get that guy. You could trade Tatum. You could trade Jalen Brown, the 21st round draft picks we have. I don't give a shit. You get that guy. <laughs> you get, a on, chance you, to get, you get that guy. You get that guy on your on your team, 
And it's like, if you build it, he will come. And that's it. And if you build around someone like Anthony Davis. You'll be okay in a couple of years. You're going to be competing for championships. I think Mickey Harrison and Pat Riley should offer three Carnival Cruise Line boats. Miami's stuck and in the middle right else. now. everyone oh, oh, no, yeah. else. You're about the stuck heat right in the now. Whatever yeah. you saw last year from the Heat is going to be exactly what you're going to see this year coming up, except their best player just retired, Dwayne Wade. Uh, I thought it was UD you were talking about. Uh. Well <laughs> done there. I should have thought about that before I went. All right, that's a podcast for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you really enjoyed Nose's rant today because that is epic. Uh, Darren Ravel, if you end up listening to this thing, just tweet us back. You can come on and debate next week if you want. We would always uh, welcome you. I don't want, no, I don't want any. No, like, I just I, want you two to yell at each other. I don't and, want like, that guy it. anywhere near me, okay? And I don't care how famous he's become. Wow, you are just a tool bag. I think I'm going to end on that note. This is Volume Ricky Henderson of Zach and the Nose Podcast. There are plenty of other good 24s, by the way, but Ricky ended up being the guy we chose. Now we got to think about 25 for next week. No, we don't. No, you already know who it is? Come on. Best baseball player of all time. I'm excited to see what that is. I know who you're talking about. Put around good teams here. All right. Subscribe, download, listen over and over and over and over again if you're listening on WQAM.com or any of our platforms. Uh, the more listens, the more you'll hear from us. The less listens, actually, the more you're going to hear from us anyway. It doesn't matter. We're going to keep doing this thing. It's Zach and the News. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.